0: Woody Guthrie Center and Bob Dylan Center present Fire in Little Africa, a multimedia hip-hop project inspired by the resilience of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now, coming at you live from Greenwood, here are your hosts, Ali Shaw and Doc Free.
1: So we're going, and you know, you know how it goes. We're here with buddies, we're here with friends. It's kind of like a better view that we get most of the time anyway, because we're looking across tables and whatnot, but you know, as always i'm doc free and i'm ali shaw hey welcome to the fire and little africa podcast we're doing things just a little bit differently That we have a man of many hats a man of many talents a man of many stories very very dear friend of mine broadcasting live from the house of spaz what else what else what else can you fill in there ali shaw we're talking about my man now but you know please continue like what, what what other kind words do you have for our guests?
2: Oh, I don't have enough kind words, first of all. He I call him Mally.
0: Mally. Um
2: and sometimes we are also known as Ali Mally or Mally Allie. Oh. Okay. Um stay tuned for that. Okay. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah and things. then I,
2: I heard today that he has another moniker. You said did you mention Corey Pistachio?
0: Oh, okay. Right? I pro- Oh,
1: yeah,
2: Corey, that's kind of a
0: new one, though. Corey Picasso. That's underground. I said, oh, well, we're bringing him out. That's that that Brazilian underground artist. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, but uh, let me just say for myself, he is one of the most amazing human beings I have ever met. Um, He is such a good friend. and he's just solid I don't know what more I can say about him So incredibly talented I I don't think I know Half the things I should Know about his talent so I'm hoping We can tap into that today
1: What you don't know about him You could fit in the grand freaking king Malamotas, Malakar Burgess welcome to the cast Far Twenty.
0: Fast, so peppin' a pre roll. No parking ain't free, so come off that money, though. Am wanna see? Whoa, when skies are gray, looking for anything that brings a clue. Not a day doesn't even. Thank you, thank you. I'm grateful to be here during these wild whirlwind of times that we're mm-hmm. in. but I'm, I'm grateful to see you guys and see your beautiful faces and experience your beautiful energy
2: the web yes. likewise we web waves <laughs> likewise we web waves well okay. we're we're all about telling origin stories you know this uh, by listening mm-hmm. to the podcast so of course we're going to start with your musical origin story and how you got into that and you know what sparked your interest like how I want to know how old were you when you first started you know, picking up instruments and...
0: Yeah,
1: where were you at? What was going on at the time?
2: So,
0: uh, when I first experienced the vibration frequency of music, I was told I was two years old. I don't Mm. remember the, like, I don't... I just remember experiencing the feeling. And my dad was playing drums at church and that's when I first it hit me I guess that was the first experience and uh, he would set me on his lap on the drum kit at church that's when he started kind of like just putting me in the the mix and I've I've only been in love with it ever since So so it
2: was literally in your blood <laughs>
0: I believe so. Yeah, my 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 dad, he he is a true inspiration and he's the reason why I'm I am even doing this till this day. So Was that uh, in
1: Tulsa starting up? Uh
0: both. Uh it was in between. Uh so I'm originally from Green Castle, Indiana. I was born in Green a uh, little town called Green Castle, Indiana. And uh kind of went in between several states from Greencastle to uh, Chicago, uh, Illinois, St. Louis, um, Dallas, Texas, Tulsa, like in between that kind of world, that region is is all through church, like playing in churches. My daddy played in uh, different gospel groups. And he pretty much toured. That's how I met. He met my mother was through playing at in churches. So, uh, yeah, he just kind of passed the torch. He passed it down, and was just like, "Pass the torch, huh? <laughs>
2: take take the wheel. We we need you to remember that. <laughs> remember that today. for later.
1: Okay. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs>
1: so Greencastle, Indiana, and then then just kind of ping ponged around or. Pinballed yes. around and yep. found the high score here in Tulsa, I would assume, yeah?
0: Yes, yes, All
1: right. absolutely. All right, Messi so you started out young, on the drums. Um, so take us through growing up from Greencastle, Indiana, to Tulsa. Like, what was the soundtrack? Was there, I would assume there was a lot of gospel since you got involved in the church early.
0: Yes, uh, a lot of gospel uh, growing up. Uh A lot of soul, a lot of funk, uh, a lot of disco records. Any particular Uh, artists
1: that come to mind?
2: Yeah, uh, especially on that disco, uh, I want to hear that.
0: Al Green was a huge role. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, the list goes, it goes. uh, James Brown, of course. Uh, I mean, oh, it's so many artists. Uh, no, it's
1: kind of a brain banner because I know you got a lot of musical interests. I mean, i oh. pretty. I mean, everything yeah. from like Nigerian soul and funk to Ethiopics. You know, saying to that heart, wild
0: heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a, and a I want bot- to
2: know. I was gonna say I want to know more about the jazz influence too because I see that. Yeah.
0: So, uh I mean Herbie, Herbie Hancock, uh Miles, Thelonious Monk, um uh Sun Ra, I was a huge fan of yeah. that was kind of like expanding out a little bit into... For real, that
1: changed jazz for me, Sun Ra, man. Yeah.
0: Y- yeah. That kind of like took me into a whole different uh place uh the way that I thought about music. Uh, and jazz or just that frequency just the vibration in that uh, just to be able to like push boundaries uh, I I felt like that was something that was I I was never really trained uh, classically or schooled uh, classically you know in school so everything that I learned or was taught was uh, Pretty much handed down over time. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm absolutely grateful for that. Still up t- up till now still it's 2020 so uh, I'm constantly just just tapping in. And you got and
2: that 20-20 <laughs> visual. visual. <laughs>
0: It cheated. is the pinnacle right now. Hey. Is crazy- Irresistible.
1: <laughs> some political, <laughs> some spiritual, man. Yeah, Valley. <laughs> did you
2: have any idea what that song was gonna mean? Like,
1: yeah, he did. He's sitting there. He, yeah, he,
2: he, he has. Doing, I mean, mean,
1: that's the patented pistachio head shake. He knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it was one of those things that when I was creating that was I didn't. uh, I really didn't see where things were going to end up like where they are right now, but just over time, like seeing things and how they've been like the start of the year was just was. Mind blowing for me uh just seeing everything world worldwide and what was there, what was happening worldwide just kind of blew my mind and uh I actually started making this track like last year but to complete it uh this year it was just it was not what I was expecting but we here <laughs> we <Yeah>. still here
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I was really mm-hmm. happy um, when we got to feature some of your music on our second episode of Focus Black Oklahoma. Yes. Um, man. I, Thank anyway. you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. I, I helped really with that. I appreciate that. The love. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounded perfect. Uh, it was <laughs> with the, the, the Black Man track that we had um, played Whoa. as well.
1: Because we're just trying, trying to roll, roll around, around the town without a frown.
2: Yes. It.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, first of all, can we please save the video for this podcast because I need it to be put on the YouTube or something because yeah,
1: I'm, I'm up here just going this doc, is, crumbling this up isn't having it. a sip.
2: Like Doc has changed his whole visual on his screen the whole time. And I'm like, I'm loving this. He really is doing the mad scientist thing for me. Yes. 20...
1: Twenty visuals.
2: Twenty twenty visuals.
1: <laughs> so shout also shout out to Mike D on that track too, man, because he, he killed it. Oil House clutch. Represents.
0: Both of you guys, man. Both both of you. I'm, I feel very honored and blessed to, that I, you know, I I took a leap into the deep end. Uh, I feel like becoming an artist. Uh, because normally I'm back behind a drum kit yeah. or you know somewhere in a pocket somewhere playing live mm-hmm. so
2: and we've talked about out. so talking about that as you like you're a singer as well and I'm mean, of course a producer and you're so used to being behind the scenes but you're really kind of coming out Singing a lot more, and and Yo. you and I have had conversations about you, you know, pr- doing performances, and I'm like, y'all, enter, ready for Corey,
1: this. Pistachio. <laughs> enter <laughs> Corey Pistachio, enter Corey Pistachio, because like he's out here killing it, man. Like the girl, girl track with you and fucking Tone, oh, that's, man, that's, that's that's some fire heat, right there. Shout
0: out to Tone, because uh, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting them to hit me up. Uh, uh, across the dome with that one, and it, it was perfect timing because I was I was kind of like needing that, that yeah. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So that definitely like challenged me to take a step forward and be like, "Yo, yeah, so just go ahead and you know go ahead." And I'm vibe. starting
2: to think that Tone is just that dude. He is I would call him the catalyst maybe. Um, it just seemed like he's always in these positions to take someone and shift them a little bit. He's done it for me. Like even with art, like I, I started drawing with ink pens. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> like, yeah. He's- and he's done it with so many artists. You, um, I, I can't even, I mean, clearly he's right there with Steph, you know, in the world culture music family. Um, he just released a track with young Trunks, and I was like, yo, I didn't expect this at all. Like it sounded so dope. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Tone. I see that for sure.
0: Tone's Basquiat, yeah, <laughs> Naskiat. He's got the
2: line work down, Naskiat. He's, he's got that Basquiat line work down for sure. He
0: does,
1: yeah, he's, he's so he's dope. His,
2: his paintings just keep getting better and better. Um, yeah. so Mally, you have all of this, you know, you're an instrumentalist, producer, um musician, overall, singer. What out of all of that gives you the most joy? I kind of feel like I already know what you're going to say, but (laughs) what out of all of that gives you the most joy? What do you?
0: The most joy. I am starting to find um, joy throughout all of them. You know, it's like, uh, it's like waking up you do your normal routines uh, each one of those things I feel like are a routine that I I have to somewhat do for the day or throughout the day mm-hmm. uh, so that's kind of um, it's a little bit of both I, I do find the most joy in production uh, and still drumming I love to play I love playing it's like it's a therapy like like no other for me. You um, know,
1: my man's like, I need to pull up and shed. Yeah, yeah. We know yeah. what that means.
0: <laughs> like, it, it's a release. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff. it's def it's shed. definitely that, and it's like I I find a I find a true therapy in being able to express uh, through in- instrumentation. And, and through through playing, um, and I'm you know I'm still learning, and I'm trying to to so to, humble. To, to, to get better at it, and, and I, I'm learning from you know all the greats. There's so many great great musicians uh, in this world, and uh, I, I'm just a, uh, I'm I'm continuing to be a life student, and and just learn as much as I can learn every
2: day. I know that when I watch you play and you're like this in life in general but you have a constant smile. One of the first times that I really got to experience that in a really intimate setting, um, you were playing at Josie Records with Combsy, I believe. Chris Combs. and It was such a great show. I was there with our good friend Gary Mason. I just happened to see him there and we watched you and come to find out I hope you don't mind me telling tell a little bit of personal oh, go ahead. about you. Yeah. Um, I had talked to you after that. This is when you and I really started to get close right after this. And um, you and I, you told me like, yeah, I was actually really going through something that very day. And I thought I would have never known had you not told me that I think it had something to do with a friend or family member. Yeah. It
0: was um, family,
2: yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, how does he do that? You know, and I thought, well, I know how he does it. Cause I've had a migraine and had to be on the air, you know, like I get it mm-hmm. as an artist slash entertainer, you know, you have to kind of put those things aside and do your job, but then, you know, you get to take a nap after that. <laughs> yeah, but there was yeah. also a moment um, uh, speaking of Gary Mason, he did a show called, thank you for, thanks for the invite, Gary Mason. And this was when me and Malachi became Ali Malley. Okay. <laughs> So all I did was show up and DJ and Malachi brought in what was the board that you were using that day? um, It was
0: a uh, Roland the MX1. It was like MX1.
2: And all we did he played beats whatever and he just did it on the fly and then I was playing just maybe some acapellas or whatever off of him. It was the best feeling in the world like it felt like magic (laughs) happened that day and I was like oh we're doing this again like I don't know what this means but we have to do this again and I liked that it was it was like a freestyle like I can't rap like doc freeman but I can play other people's raps yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: you you playing the acapellas over the tracks and like it was like mashup yeah live live mashup. mashup live mashup it was like yeah it was like it was really for me like improv being like that is like jazz
2: yeah that's how it felt it was at sound pony and it was mm-hmm. like middle of july it was such a beautiful day and and then again come to find out we talked and you were like yeah i'm i've really been going through some stuff like a lot been going on with family members yeah. or you know whatever someone yep. who passed and yeah I'm like, dude! I'm so glad today happened. So, because it was like you said, a form of therapy. So it,
0: it absolutely uh, changed. It changed me. that That day, it was a very healing day for me. Uh, just because I needed, I needed as much as I could, uh, uplifting wise, and and that that helped me so much. People don't know. Gary has no clue. Like. Shout, really out to, shout out to Gary Mason.
2: That dude. Uh, another phenomenal human being.
0: Y- yeah, dude's a G. Yeah. Literally.
2: <laughs> Literally. Oh, because <sighs> of Gary. All right, I got you. I'm sorry. I am like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry.
0: My bad. Hey, 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 where my baby mom at? Whoa, shorty got on the designer hazmat suit with the top down and a two door, poop in route. 169 hit the loop The Greenwood. I need a salad and a soup. Then regroup, hit silhouette for the drip in the shoes, shorty want booze, so take a sip of this paid tea, and have you feeling real wavy. That's cool, you can pull up if you want to. Watch chill you want something that's real. You made it right here, did not not even have to go look for it. And if you got time, you should book for it. I know you're anxious, you've been in the crib for three weeks. Hey, what? Come outside on once you smile, wanna see that pseudon. No critique. The pictures I won't leak. We looking good in the gas mask. I wanna see what's underneath. Real we'll talk. Go inside, take it off.
2: Yeah, we've been talking about how we feel that a lot of things are gonna be birthed from it. It isn't just going to be this album. There are, people need to understand there will be spin-offs. <laughs> like Absolutely. tons of music created just from that one what 5 days of recording. So Mali, can you talk about your experience with that like oh. what did it feel like?
1: <laughs> Red <laughs> Wing Cafe uh, vibes.
0: Uh, euphoric. It was uh it was surreal. A lot of times
1: uh I mean you were going like in the end. Non-stop. To end. The whole weekend, bro. Like,
0: oh, like it, it, it felt like a dream because this is like, this is like some things that I've I've actually dreamt about, uh, and to like actually experience it with, not only the people that I've uh, experienced music with and 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 kind of built relationships with in Tulsa, but to bridge the gap from Tulsa in Oklahoma City mm. and to see everyone kind of come together as a group effort and make a, a vibe that is out of this world it was one of the best feelings ever and uh, I'm still it still doesn't feel real sometimes like and uh, yeah bro you were like... in the kitchen you were in
1: <laughs> You were in the spot in the mansion recording. And,
0: and I had no idea about that. Like I walked in there and I'd never been in there before. That was my first experience.
2: In the mansion uh, overall?
0: In mm-hmm. the man inside the mansion. The the my first experience at and in the history of it was uh um was uh Uh, was Steph Simon's Upside. The first time I went there was in like I read reading the history I did I had no idea and then to experience this um, and the happened there and what happened in the kitchen. Can we tell? Because I feel like a lot of
2: times people don't know what we're talking about when we we need to tell everybody what happened in the kitchen at the Brady Mansion.
1: So, yeah, we're talking about the Brady Mansion now named the Skyline Mansion purchased by uh,
2: Felix Jones.
1: Felix Jones. I was about to say Mike Jones and y'all was about to say who? (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) Anyways. but yeah, Yeah. we had the opportunity to record a whole day for the Fila uh, project. In this mansion, and Malachi was set up in the kitchen. Brady Tate's former space. I'll let you take it from there.
0: Yes. So I'm walking in, and it's Kino King Cut flavor. Shout Just out to the, to the flavors. The flavor Jim. <laughs> yes. Flavio. The flavor Jim Flavio, <laughs> uh, and uh, I think Paid was in there and Steph. They were in the kitchen there was like, this is where you're going to be set up. And they kind of filled me in on the history of the place and they told me how uh, this this man Tate Brady took his life in the kitchen exactly where I was going to be recording <laughs> and, and creating. Uh, so that kind of hit me different. Like as soon mm. as I walked in there, it already felt pretty heavy. Um just the vibe, just the vibe in there was already like a, like hairs on the back of my neck was standing up. I was like, oh it's been some stuff going on here. So energies. Yeah, energies was definitely heavy. <clears throat> so uh yeah just being in there creating uh uh you know making up Tracks from scratch, and then just playing tracks and uh, recording cats from Who to uh, Man, MC, the God, uh, Burns, uh, uh, everyone, Tizzy, the inner, the Bambi, the energies that that change throughout that whole mansion, every room, people came with a whole different energy. Yeah. And it was it was it was very amazing to see that and to feel that and to hone in on uh, all these energies and to um, really learn and grow and and feel something that I've never felt before which which was uh amazing for me I, I i i had a whole new appreciation um for the mansion <laughs> like right. like like i just and what and what's how Felix took it over and how it's become this venue and just sh- showing that you can change something that has been um uh, we all know where we're at right now as far as like all these things being covered up and swept under the rug but to be able to like see r- rip the veil off of what's yeah. happened create a, a a positive environment and create an energy that's never been created before in that place was
1: amazing. You- it's like if I could have been there whenever they took the wall down. You know what I'm saying? In Berlin, in Berlin, yeah, in East Berlin, yeah. Like if, that's what exactly. it felt like, yeah, that kind of exactly. feeling. Exactly, it's like we're out of the wall; they're taking it down piece by piece. I'm taking the fucking piece home. That kind yeah. of thing.
0: <laughs>
2: right. like
1: you, you have kind of like a history with historic Tulsa buildings, man. Because like the first time I met you was at Church Studios, Neon Russell and JJ Kill's place which, yes. y'all, if y'all don't know, Leon Russell, very prominent, prominent artist in the 70s, 80s. A lot of really great, really, really great tracks. Uh, but they had this really dope studio off of Third Street, um, which that is another resurging area in the community right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there's this really dope, I remember Verse inviting me over there and I'm like, my first introduction to Malachi, he had the little faux hawk going, he's like...
0: What up, bro?
1: Behind the boards, it was like him, Costa. I I can't remember who else was there, but yeah,
0: yeah. Shout out, Costa. Shout out, Verse again. You know, shout out to a lot of people. Uh, Shout out to my bro, uh, Papa Dico. Uh, Dico. uh, He's the one that hit me up and called me uh, to come back because I had moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I was down there for a while. But I was I was uh living after I <laughs> left Tulsa, I went moved to Dallas and stayed in like Irving, Euless area. And then my bro called me. He's like, hey bro, about to record this record. Uh you trying to be on it. They want double drums. I was like, okay, well, what is it? Uh, it looks like blues, and I was like blues. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I didn't really. I wasn't really in the bluesy headspace at the time. So yeah, you,
1: you seem too energetic just to stay in a yeah. little pocket.
0: Yeah, too. I was like blues, and he was like, yeah, kind of like Almond Brothers style. Um, that kind of like Grateful Dead vibe. I was like, okay, so. We turning up, okay, okay. So uh, he calls. I, I ended up flying back to Tulsa, and I meet this cat uh, Dustin Pitsley, and I, I was I, I met this other guy. Uh, his name was Michael Black. He's he was the guy that provided the gear, and um, I ended up meeting Costa, and Costa was pretty much running uh things there and I was like we ended up becoming really close and cool friends and as as time went on uh I ended up touring and playing with this uh this artist by the name of Dustin Pistley he he's like a blues player killer player uh ended up doing all these trips with him and uh Coming back back to Tulsa, I get asked, hey, would you like to, uh, pretty much an open invitation to uh, be the custodian of the church? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Like, really? Okay. So long story short, I ended up uh, working there for almost four years in Leon Russell's apartment studio recording records and meeting all of the artists and majority of the artists in Tulsa um so that was um super grateful for for that and uh that's what, yeah
2: so that, that was like the beginning of your everyone that's yeah like your that na- was, your origin that was, story so
0: back to the yeah, so back to the origin story. I was younger and you know coming to churches here like uh Greenwood uh World One uh meeting uh C mace. So C mace, mm. Bobby Moffitt. Shout, out Black, Black Keys Keys, shout out Black Keys and C mace Black Keys and C mace. Uh that was like the first uh, really introduction to um what's the time
1: stamp on there man like Uh, what year was this you ran to them
0: 2000 or nine actually 90s like i want to say 98 damn oh really y'all go back back back, back. yeah 99 Ah. like and yeah you know we (coughs) church it's like going to church you went to church and you then you went to the other church. Then you went to the other church. and then, <laughs> You know, you traveled. You, you know. And then Monday
1: uh, you had church, and then Tuesday you had special services, and then Wednesday right. you had choir right. call, and then Thursday.
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh, late nineties, we got the mace Black Keys connection. Uh, we just talked about events later about you know, your involvement with church studios in relation to the historic buildings you had the opportunity of to recording too. Um, so speaking also further through, because so, like there is all these different pockets of time, because like since I've known you, like you, you, you stay, you've stayed on a plane or moving between states kind of thing. So uh, as a gap filler in here, also in your origin story, man, please talk to us about Sweet 45. I love this project.
0: Yes, this is uh my brethren in the Pacific Northwest, uh Junior, amazing keyboardist, amazing instrumentalist. Uh we decided to start a more of a um production uh group I wouldn't necessarily call us a duo it just ended up being like that because we started releasing records and uh we've kind of just been going from there but yeah long story short with Frank uh uh when I got out to Seattle I had moved to Seattle went from California to Seattle and was playing there was going through a bunch of crazy stuff uh At church, ended up getting a church gig. Church, church gigs, man. Like they be paying. God's checks don't bounce.
1: Wildin', <laughs> <laughs> wildin'.
0: <Wiling>. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I ended up meeting him, and he was moving from like Tacoma to some other spot and I just offered a help. I just offered a helping hand, you know? And that's how I ended up pretty much figuring out what he did over time. Uh, touring artist, uh, multi-instrumentalist, and kind of, we just built a, a cool friendship and we've, we've been building ever since. So uh, being able to set up Amazing positive friendships uh, across uh the boards uh of of the map is is something that i uh wasn't planning to do it just was something that happened over time just going out and meeting people and exposing myself to uh music and and life friendship uh experiencing life uh outside of church outside of you know what what you would normally be used to just kind of you know a lot of people would say i'm like a gypsy or a nomad or whatever yeah but that that's i feel like that's how we've all learned and and been able to uh uh, develop relationships, uh, you know, with people all over the map. You know, you 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 travel, you meet someone cool, and you develop these relationships, and you just network and try to keep as strong relationship as possible over time. And that's how Frank and I have been cool since. So, well, you we know, we got some special coming.
2: I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that really haven't traveled much and Mm. um I call you know I'm from a small town and there's times when I feel like there are people that are still in the 13th grade where I'm from yes um and I don't mean that in a horrible way they just never really have left or experienced anything outside of that world and absolutely I look at you like you're the perfect what you everything you just said like learning more about the world broadens your view it it, it allows you to see other cultures whatever Absolutely. and um i'll say i kind of got to see a more of a glimpse into that with you um malachi and i went on a it was just a day trip but he and i and our good friend ceno we yes. went to the natural falls state park not long ago i'd never been there before but we just took a day went to see the waterfall Walked up and found a good rock to sit yeah, on. Sacred sat there. Ground. It was like, it was amazing. And we did a hike and it was the best day ever. And I looked at, I, there was a moment when I was looking at you and I thought, man, this is the, totally the essence of who you are. Like he, I learned like by osmosis almost like so much from you that day. Like man, Mally just knows how to live life. Like he, he has taught me so much about self-care Um, I'm sorry I'm speaking about you in third person but (laughs) like he really knows when to disappear you know what I mean like Like, like, hey
1: eighth person (laughs)
2: yeah because he is like an eighth wonder (laughs) (laughs) but it's like he just he goes away if he needs to you know what I mean and I do my little check-ins like hey you good you know and he might send like a quick little something but if I don't if I'm not able to get in touch with him, I know he's probably like resetting himself or grounding or whatever. Like, he knows that's yeah. the importance of that.
0: I feel like everyone needs that. I feel <laughs> like if, uh, you know, like what you said, 13th grade, we see a lot of people who, you know, could be uh, a lot of fear involved or that they they just, you know, traditionally have been sheltered to not do that and right um that you know you get comfortable uh, a lot of times and it's hard to think outside or or press certain boundaries for yourself to actually you know take the step and that, that that was something that i uh challenged myself on was i need to press the boundaries yeah it might not be uh, comfortable uh I might be sleeping in my car for the next you know three months or you know it's it's like unlimited things can happen, but that's part of the adventure that's part of the journey that's it's it's a life journey and that's that's the most beauty of it is like you gotta you know why would why be comfortable when when there's a whole world to see and experience and uh, to learn from you know right. so that that's really all I've I've tried to do and and be an example of is is just you know it's okay to to press your boundaries but it's also okay to take the time for yourself to heal when you need to it's it's okay to take the time to you know to grow and, and learn about yourself more where, where you need. And I'm, I'm, I'm constantly learning that every day. Yeah. yeah.
2: While we were there, I had Malachi do a quick little video because you guys have heard us talk about this several times. We've recorded in the house of clean hands. <clears throat> and there was a moment during the recording session at the mansion <laughs> when I took a video of Malachi saying, clean hands, wash your motherfucking hands. <laughs> And so then when we went to the falls, I'm like Mally, we gotta do it. And he cleaned his hands in front of the waterfall. Like it was so dope. So Malachi, while we're sitting here right now, and hopefully your bandwidth comes through pretty clearly. Can you do a quick little promo for us real quick? I'll I we'll can. all be silent while you do that. You ready?
0: Well you yeah. clean your motherfucking hands. <laughs> yes. So clean hands. Wash y'all's mother fucking hands and heal your soul I thought you were going to <really> go and <laughs> keep your
2: mask on please keep your mask on Fifty feet yeah. yo I'm about to be on my little old oh, bag bag give me 50 feet when I come yeah. out of this quarantine and, and that's
0: that's that's okay and that's OK. You're, you're, you're still with us. You're getting better. Yes,
2: I am. Thank you. Um,
0: I'm, I'm grateful that you're on here yeah. during this, because I definitely wouldn't be trying to do, interview nobody.
2: Well, let's, I've, <laughs> I have done nothing but sleep. I mean, I literally set an alarm. <laughs> that's good. I have an alarm that uh, wakes me up with, Get, wait for it, find yourself yes and so i was like 5 20 and i'm like oh time to get up and get dressed and get ready hey. for your podcast so hey but yeah hey. man thank you oh so while we're doing um quick commercial announcement um if you guys don't mind i wanted to also um provide us with another sponsor today i know um we w- no one will mind because this is another one of our fire and little africa artist hey. uh, but i got a plate today from my guy bezel hey says, get better my gal Ally baby i gotcha so i wanted to show yes. y'all what he brought me i've taken i snuck on a bite when we were sitting Ooh. here but that's baked chicken greens half dirty rice and that half shrimp s- rice smack Smacking. and it's gonna last me about five days <laughs>
0: <laughs> that looks oh good. oh
2: and he brought me some uh Rum cake. So Ooh, have to hit up shout out guy. to LaRue's kitchen. Make sure you're following bezel365 on Instagram. Mali, you're involved in so many different projects musically, um, but you're also an entrepreneur. Um, You consult with different businesses and stuff and and different ventures. So can you talk about um, how that kind of coincides with the Black Wall Street mentality, if you will, you know, about, you know, the dollar circulating within the community. And so tell us a little bit about that. For real, because every
1: time I hear you on the mic, man, you mention the same principles. Yep. The parking ain't free
0: now.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait. And church checks don't bounce. God's what do you say?
0: church checks don't God's checks don't bounce. God's checks don't bounce. God's checks don't bounce. Uh, they shouldn't. At least. You, Somebody, somebody <laughs> gonna make that into a God's
2: checks don't bounce. The God's
0: church. checks don't bounce. God's <laughs> checks don't bounce. Hey, God's <laughs> checks don't bounce. Yeah, it's 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 <clears throat> it's definitely a. Uh, I've never, I never thought I would see or have learned anything on the level of how black wall street was and how it's rebuilt itself back Mm -hmm. to how it used to be and and to grow up learning about it um and seeing or just really questioning like so why did all this stuff happen? Because people were jealous of people spending money with their own people, like, I just, I never really, it, it wasn't really brought to my attention until I, I learned older, like, you know. How old?
1: Because uh, that's the question, when did you learn about the Tulsa race massacre?
0: When I first learned about the massacre, I want to say I was about 11 years old. 11, okay. tw- 12 years old.
1: And she was mm-hmm. like in school, family?
0: Yeah. This was my, my dad. My, my okay. pops. So uh, uh, Mike Burgess. Uh, they used to call him photography by Mike. He would do all these events at the Greenwood Cultural Center. He would uh, take pictures for um, like the 20 Gents. I don't know if y'all remember those events. That was was my dad. He would take pictures um, for these events, and uh, like in the beginning. And then my mom, she would decorate, like do all the decorations, you know, backdrop, get you a five by seven or eight by 10 photo printed out on the spot. Oh wow! And but going here to, uh, that's when I really started learning about like, the entrepreneurial world was, okay, you know, my my pops got the backdrop up, he's he's printing, he's taking the picture, and then they printing the picture out, and I would put the picture in the in the sleeve, and then they would give the money, and it was just like a rotation. It was like yeah. so that was probably I was about I wanna say eleven, twelve years old whenever that first started happening. And uh he would make me go out and after afterwards or even before he would make me read uh the memorabilia like throughout the throughout the uh cultural center and he would just be like, Read it out loud. You need to read it out loud so that you you know that this we don't want this to ever happen again. You mm-hmm. know, so you gotta spend you gotta spend with with your people. You gotta build build this back up. So to see that and to see that take place up until now, like everyone from all the artists to from from um Wanda J's to to uh, uh uh silhouette uh to uh I mean all all everything on Greenwood to see people like kind of just constantly circulating mm-hmm. it yeah. does some it, it's that's
1: circle A, yes circle that's what
0: it's,
2: A, yeah. what it's supposed to be so, and you know uh, that's even kind of happening it's not exactly on greenwood but you you know you mentioned paid i mentioned bezel with his plates i'm thinking about keezy you know his his hair um you know barbershop right um it's it's happening now it may may not, may not be located on greenwood the business may not physically be there but it is happening with it's with the,
0: inside it's inside the individual it's like yeah it's stuck with everyone over time it's like that that motto and and that's that's where i try to implement you know through myself i'm getting and i'm getting better i know i'm not the best at uh advertising
2: um my products if you will or um, I think self promotion is one of the hardest things, though, if, especially if you're a humble indiv- individual like yourself. It's hard, to, I, even if I'm talking about my show. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be on the air tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's hard to yeah. remember to, you know, do that.
0: You mama toss though, for
1: real. <laughs> we don't want to hear that scared business. I don't believe that scared <laughs> yeah. business. I'm
2: just saying, like, what are you talking? Let's you it's just it's just weird y'all you know what i mean like you're kind of like oh hey i'm oh yeah i'm doing this show and i hope you like it you know what i mean like yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah i have to say something Melly. when you were saying that about your dad and i started to almost cry y'all be proud of me i I poked him away but um you were saying he told you to read it out loud read it out loud Mm -hmm. so malachi had all and i had a whole moment so the very first day of the recording sessions, I want to tell this story so bad. Awesome. Um, so we're in the Greenwood <laughs> Cultural Center and Malachi, everyone has a sign outside of their studio inside the Cultural Center. And Mali's was the Red Wing Cafe. Uh, he had gotten there really early, was setting everything up. All of his equipment was set up. And I'm like, hey, do you need some lights in here? And I ran home and got my, um, it what are they called the, the string lights or whatever and we and i brought like a diffuser like we set the whole mood in there i was i was feeling like i was his production assistant that day and we got everything set and he is literally i'm not kidding i think you guys were allowed to start recording by 8 p.m and this is a thursday he's standing at the door like he's <laughs> waiting and he and he has the the famous like the cashier with the open lane As we say, looking like a Cheshire cat, smiling like a Cheshire cat eating walnuts, as Lexi's uncle used to say. He's just smiling, like, and everybody's kind of walking by like, what's up, Nellie? And like, a lot of people were just kind of taking their time, getting ready to set up. And so I'm looking over in the corner, though, in the main entry in the lobby and Tone, here we go and come back to Tone. He's laying in the floor. And I'm thinking that he's actually drawing or something. I'm like, what is he doing over there? No, he was writing his rhymes and it was like he came out the gate like he was just ready like yo i'm ready to go bro and malachi was like cool bro let's go which beat do you need and he's like oh you set up and he's like yeah let's go and they started (laughs) it was like 801 you know what i mean like and that's that is how i knew like malachi was so prepared he came in he was ready to go he was and that felt like in in the beginning it was like the room where people like what's going on in here like it, it happened so fast yeah. and I felt, and I kept having to check on you because I'm like, have you eaten anything? Did you drink any water today? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you even sleep last night? Like, yeah. I don't know how you keep going like that. Um, but I bet you slept for about a week after that.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, capture the moment. That was, that was the mission. Um, yeah, for me, for me, at least,
2: uh, mission
1: accomplished, up. you'd say,
2: Yeah, uh, I, I would say so. Um, and oh and i forgot to say um you were saying about the read it out loud part so when amali was setting up his equipment he set up his mic and i was like oh can i christen the mic and i read some of the articles about the massacre i was reading it out loud so i just had like a whole moment when you said that about your dad
0: it just you know life smacked me pretty much uh over over time uh because i've never really cultural center but i've never time like that with great artists great individuals great people in that energy of history and to be able to capture all these moments uh over over time was was incredible it's amazing
2: yeah it was such a wonderful experience
1: it was. I think I spent majority of my time in the Red Wing Cafe for sure. <laughs> Slapper Dappers. Well,
2: yeah. Mally, anything anything else that you want to talk about um with your experience with the recording sessions? Is there anything that we left out? Oh, uh I
0: mean the live performances
2: uh were
0: were pretty that was like my last time playing live. So you played Um, The Colony, right? Played The Colony. It was a it was versus of a set for verse Mm -hmm. uh, from the VSXO uh, record. And that was amazing. So going from the mansion, setting up in the mansion, starting starting the day off in the mansion and then having to take a break. I think shout out Canvas. I think he took over. Mm Canvas and Burns, he took over for me in the kitchen and went to go play that. And then going right back to the mansion to finish what we started and then close out the the weekend. The the live, it it made me really uh, uh, not take for granted, being able to play.
2: I was just going to say, I wanted to ask both of you and Doc, how have you been feeling I know I've talked to several of our artists and musician friends, like how have you been feeling like not being able to perform in front of a live audience? Um, are you kind of going through a grieving process with that since, since the pandemic and what have you been doing to try to maybe replace that, if you will?
0: Yeah, to- totally. Uh, there's definitely been a, a, a grieving aspect uh, and a, a healing uh, aspect as well, just to kind of, you know, reset, take a break, uh, let things kind of, you know, get a different perspective on what, what what is really happening. You know, you have to really live and enjoy the moment more than ever, and and really tomorrow love, ain't promised,
1: so we like live, it, for you know, it, it live
2: for the moment. Live for the moment so yeah what about you doc uh
1: still after all these years i have this jim morrison thing going on and i would probably prefer to like perform with my back to the crowd but i can't so are you
2: serious
1: that's why i always wear sunglasses man people don't know that like oh it just part of like some weird blues brothers aesthetic? like chickens. nah man
2: and you and know like jim yeah. morrison stage, is one right. of my He's one of my most favorites of all time. I did know that about you. Oh, I learned something King. about the doctor. Yeah. Oh.
1: So, as far as performing, man, like, I don't know. There's a vibe in the room when it's a bunch of heads that are geeking off the same thing. It's a different vibe if you're in a room full of randos that they're, you know, yeah. they're kind of thing. And a lot of times that I've noticed that I've been performing over the past like year or so, it's more than likely I get a bunch of randos and, and you know what I'm saying? So it's like, i not really missing it, but-
2: That doesn't happen at Lessons in Fresh though.
1: <laughs> that doesn't, man, yeah. I, no it does. It's it's faster haul, there's a give and take. There's a lot of people like, shut up and just play some trap, but then oh well, yeah. stage and you do something and you hop off stage and people be like, I've never seen anything like that before. But you, Um, I will say,
2: since you guys moved, because Pony was a completely different vibe, okay? But I will say, since you guys moved to Fastler, I will say there is always a pocket of people that are like, yo, it's Lessons and Fresh, it's my favorite, oh, and they're right there. But the Randos, like you said, sometimes I feel like, ugh, but at the same time, I feel like but maybe there was someone in that crowd that went, What is this? And that's I mean, what it, it is. And that's what, I'm
1: ta- and that's what yep. I'm talking about. They'll pop up to me afterwards, like, oh shit. I never I know I like I, I, they're used I to know. like a regular club experience. So if they're they've gave they're, we've given them something different. It's like we're handing out stickers, there's like an MC battle or something like that. We've got B boys that show up the whole fucking thing. Yeah. But um Yeah. Due to my stage fright, not really particularly missing. Playing.
2: I can't, I'm going to start calling that? you the Lizard King now. I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> but um, there's just something about grabbing a mic and being out somewhere instead of like your own space to perform. Like I got in a DJ a little bit in like safe distance spaces. I had like this little pub class situation going on when I had subbed in for Andy at the vault. Shout right. out to the fist to face. She's yeah. back healthy and back at it. Um, yeah. Catch me in a tomorrow. Mask on. No, no requests. Keep, keep every part of the view away from me. That kind of thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't had a real wild craving to rock the mic. I have had a real wild craving to just be in a fucking cipher, though.
2: But, Man, yeah. cypher so twenty, we can do a cipher zoom.
1: So I'm, so I'm thankful to you know what I'm saying be safe around say people like at the House of Spaz. Because we'll share. We'll go live every once in a while.
2: Those are my we'll, favorite lives.
1: Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll pee. Just random shit, like, out of nowhere. Like, that's how we love to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's Shout college. There's, yeah. So, Mason. Mason Ramon. But there's avenues. Like, I see Burns and uh, the homie Jason. Like, they do the Petty Fox loop stuff. Yeah. You know? They're killing it. Killing it on Reddit in the, in the View department. You know and yeah. so uh I love seeing cats like that rocket, but I've noticed like for like the core MCs and cats that I know and like I keep around me or that I'm around, especially cats attached to this project. I mean, there's some cats like ah oh, misperforming. I'm seeing kinda of, I'm starting to see those those tweets and those statuses now. But for the most part, people kept strong. They were like like that's a testament to the faith of we're going to be able to do this again.
2: Right. So I don't I don't even want well, to yeah, I am I, I look argue. at artists like Brand J who's been doing like her front porch, yeah. you know, shows and things Shout like that. Out and she, Brand J, yeah. But the queen, the, the Aquarius queen. queen. <laughs> like, this is
1: the age of adaptability. This yeah. is no. definitely an age of adaptability.
2: And if you can That's learn sure. anything from anyone, Brand J has been um, just on it like she listens to her instincts. I'm gonna brag Mm -hmm. on her a whole lot extra because I'm an Aquarius too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But she just, um, man, she's such an inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yeah, there's artists out there that that are killing it as far as like the life you got to. I mean, we've been doing lessons in Fresh via Twitch. Yes. Uh, Sumar just actually expressed to me that he's he's missing the crowd aspect kind of thing.
0: Like, yeah, that's what I I, I do miss the if energy miss anything, of it's, community. That's the energy. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So we've I've actually been brainstorming on that a little bit. Um, I've often wonder like if there were to be a way for you guys to have even if it was a virtual audience, but wouldn't it be cool if if people could respond like in between, like yeah like while you're performing you know what i mean like even though I mean, it's over a
1: the twitch has been has seen some success and everything it's just like trying to catch folks when they're free to do right. it um, but i
2: mean or er, audibly being able to hear people cheer yeah. i think you know chat uh text messages you know things like that on the screen is cool mm-hmm. but like for you to be able to hear someone go that's my shit you know what i mean like <laughs> that's what i want for you i want you to hear right. them react to what you're you know your art that you're giving out, so right. Hey,
1: and that's why my like, baby, I do it for the culture, man. I don't care yeah. if it's one, one, ten, or one hundred, or one thousand yeah. in the room.
2: because yeah. like I'm gonna have my back to the crowd anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I'm gonna get that energy out. Like, sometimes a motherfucker will
2: scare me. like, yeah. I'm like, uh. Okay, yeah. bro. <laughs> one told that person to calm Ew. down before we can continue. All right. I'm All right, we should probably start to wrap things up here but we could keep going i'm sure
1: oh yeah we could totally keep oh, going. Yeah. but you know uh to cap that you know we'll all be out soon you'll be able to see ali at the max with a b again you'll be able hey. to see malachi doing his thing at either the colony or the mercury or fastler if he's with cones and them again like it's uh, it is it, it's bound it's, to happen
0: hopefully it's the mercs and the vapor show Hell yes. Uh, or a
1: uh me on the other hand, they open or a every honey. Oh local honey, so local honey <laughs> or live a local set. honey
0: live set at duets or you know Hey look something. I'm about
1: to do it like this. We're just gonna do a puppet show and then play from the back. About, <laughs> hey. I'm about to change live shows straight.
0: <laughs> I'm with yeah.
2: That.
1: yeah, we're gonna have marionettes in our fit in our likeness, and we're Amen. gonna we're gonna do live shows like that.
2: I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there Video with
1: my idea. N95 mask on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, Malachi, bro, thank you very much, man. man like, ca- catch this man on the cloud on the SoundCloud, Malamotas. Catch him on Spotify, Malamotas. You on Apple too? Yeah. Yes. Apple too. Yeah, Malamotas is out there. So tap in. Uh, stay tuned.
0: Arigato.
1: There might be. A- <laughs> techno album coming out don't tell you oh
0: yeah
2: (laughs) i don't think he's decided on an artist name yet
1: though uh and also watch out for some of that that uh that corey pistachio uh
2: (laughs) corey (laughs) pistachio
0: <laughs> and
1: then uh yes. what's, we also check the chicory vibes local honey chicory vibes oh, coming yes. out soon. Yes,
0: that's coming. That's coming. <laughs> man,
1: nice. a, a a shining light and I am proud to call him my brethren, man. Uh Burgess just <laughs> thank you very much for being with man, us
0: today, bro. Thank you all for having me. I'm I'm grateful. Um yes.
1: what song should we go out on? Uh Mali, pick
0: the song. What track you trying to go Ooh, out on, man? Uh I mean a catalog, bro. Like something uh, you produced or something that you, uh, you got. Uh, y'all are y'all are some very gorgeous people. Uh
2: Aww, I love gorgeous. So
1: we're gonna have to end. <laughs> oh, is that the one?
2: That, <laughs> Please mean. let
0: that be the one. That could be okay, the so one. Okay, so that's the one.
1: All right, bet. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna end on this note, ladies and gentlemen. This is a track from my man, your man, the man, Malachi Burgess, off of uh this is off of uh this is just a single right this is a
0: single yeah it's but single. It, it, yeah it's just a single so yeah.
1: this is for you and yours let this be the, the star to your day let this be the affirmation in the mirror this is gorgeous by malamotis i'm doc free
2: and i'm ali shah
1: and we always want to remind you to be the spark
2: protect the flame
1: and
0: pass the torch and wash your hands Yes. Watch
1: your motherfucking
0: <laughs> <laughs> <dance. laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah and we out if
1: guys only
2: want to talk to the gorgeous girls In the world you're living in Then That's what they want to talk about. Why would you want To put yourself in a situation like that Where you're competing with that gorgeous
1: girl <laughs>
0: we yes.